Alright, what is going on ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the live episode of the Mindless Horror Podcast. Will will be here in just a few moments. He uh, is running late right now. Uh, he's charging his laptop. I guess his brother was using it this morning. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't live with Will. But we got Logan here. Uh, we're going to start it off a little bit um, and then Will can just jump in when he's ready to go. Um, so yeah, man. This is your first ever Mindless Horror Podcast live, huh? Live, yeah. I was going to say, I think I've done one or two so far. No, uh, yeah, podcast-wise, you've done a ton, but live, it's, yeah. it's a little bit different. But uh, we're, we are missing our uh, our other co-host, of course. Uh, Mr. Sammy is still sick, uh, yeah. so everybody, please give me your thoughts. Uh, please uh, hope for, uh, for, some, for some health here. Uh, he's, uh, he's living in Arizona right now, and... Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure how exactly they're doing with COVID-19 over in Arizona. Um, I haven't really kept up over there. Um, but let's uh, hope, pray that uh, Anthony's fine and uh, I'm, I'm fine. Sammy's not fine. What? I'm fine. Sammy's not fine. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Uh, we have a we have a good show for you guys today. Uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about a lot. There's a lot of buzz going on in the horror horror world right now both on the industry movie side and, of course, the haunt side. We're going to talk a little bit about that a lot today. Uh, I hope you guys are ready. Also, if you guys have any questions or you guys have any input on what we talk about today, leave it in the chat. I have it up right here, and I can see what you guys are typing. You guys are going amazing at the chat. Uh, also, before we go any further, we have – and you're going to see that real quick. That's uh, – uh, uh-oh. I yep, loaded up the wrong screen. There we go. We have a merch website right here. Uh, go ahead and check out our merch website. Uh, Knights of Horror gear, uh, Mindless Horror podcast gear, East versus West gear, face masks, uh, the, the Blood Moon Knights of Horror logo designed by Robert Lopez, our photographer, as well as the Maze Treatments uh, logo design that he designed for us uh, as well. And, of course, the new East versus West logo design uh, designed by um, our friend over at Lost TV, Adrian. Uh, so, yeah, go check out our merch website. Uh, huge help if you guys support the channel. Uh, but if not, a subscribe is always the... Uh, the thing we look look at, man, it's it's the, it's the subscribe we always look at. So uh, we we just appreciate all of our subscribers at that. But um, yeah, guys, it's gonna be a good show today. We have a lot to talk about and um, so much to uh, discuss, man. Because like I said, the horror the horror even though COVID nineteen is going on, the horror world is still a booming, still a booming, man. Absolutely. Um, so we're gonna start today with uh, let's talk about Halloween, man, because. I know this one was news that really disappointed a lot of horror fans worldwide. Uh, you and me too, because uh, we we both love Halloween. I know me, you, and Samuel talked about it. We were very devastated to hear the news about Halloween uh, getting delayed a whole freaking year because of uh, the pandemic. Um, first and foremost, Halloween 2018 came out of nowhere, uh, not really out of nowhere. Yeah, when it got announced, it came out of nowhere because we thought the Halloween franchise was kind of done yeah. and over with. And they came out, they rebooted the franchise with just right after one. Uh, f- what was it, 40 years later? Yeah, 40. Yeah, 40 years later, man. And they brought back uh, the OG, uh, Lori Strode, of course, um, to reprise her role and, and kind of give her that kind of Ash Williams type vibe where she was like this badass ch- survivor chick that was trying to just uh, trying to get over Michael Myers, but at the same time, she really couldn't, uh, which I really liked that about this movie. But 
um, this movie did a really good job, this first one, and I was really excited to see where they go with Halloween Kills. Now, when they announced Halloween 2018, they said this was going to be the last one ever. Like, they kind of wrote it, uh, they, they wrote the movie so, like, if they wanted to do a sequel, they could, but they could end it here if they wanted but to. But it, 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 made, it made enough money to make them go, oh, maybe we should, uh, make it a trilogy. <laughs> let's do it, let's do another <laughs> Halloween trilogy. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Michael Myers, I'm down. I mean, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Uh, so I mean, I, I mean, no, I mean, I, I'm a huge Halloween fan. Obviously, if you've been watching our videos, you know I'm. It's my favorite. Uh, well, Halloween Seven Years, my favorite film of all time. Not just favorite horror film, favorite film of all time, uh, for many reasons. But um, no, Halloween 2018 surprised me, and in, uh, in 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 a way that I I kind of went into the theater um, just skeptical, both excited and and skeptical. But I was really surprised at how well uh, it turned out. And as you know, again, if you've been watching these videos with me and him, you know, I'm a huge John Carpenter fan. So his involvement alone just caught my interest. And, you know, he did the score with his son and his godson, uh, Cody Carpenter and Daniel Davies. Um, amazing score. I think the score is my favorite part of the film. It's my favorite element of the film. Uh, fantastic. So I'm really excited for Halloween Kills. And uh, I I texted Anthony and Sammy the, the day that the letter came out from uh, Blumhouse. Uh, John Carpenter shared it on his uh, Facebook. And um, given the bad news, of course, uh, really sad. Uh, this, this film has pretty much been done for a while. Um, so to have to wait a whole over a, a whole year is really is really gonna suck. Um, I I think I'm more excited for this one than I was for 2018. Right. Because it's bringing back some iconic characters and, and, and actors. I don't know if uh, if you guys have seen uh, the characters that are gonna be in this new uh, in this new Halloween film, but they're bringing back Tommy Wallace, who was the little boy who was being babysat. Uh, they got Anthony Michael Hall to play him. If you don't know Anthony Michael Hall. He was in The Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. Weird Big time 80s actor, man. John Hughes actor. movie. Any John Hughes movie that yeah. was around, he was probably in. And he was uh, he was he was kind of the douchebag guy in Edward Scissorhands. Uh, right. Not a lot of people realize that that's him because he. Not also, so a lot of people realize he was the news reporter in The Dark Knight. Yes, yes, he was. I forgot about that until you just said it. Yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that. Um, but they're bringing also back the other the the. The, the the girl who was being babysat, Lindsay Wallace, and uh, that's played by the uh, original actress uh, that was in the original film, which is really cool to see. And then uh, Charles Cyphers, who played the who played Sheriff Brackett, uh, the, uh, the the police officer is coming back. Right. Uh, there's uh, the, the, this cast lineup just seems really cool. The story, I'm not sure where it's going to go, but it looks like it's going to have kind of a hospital setting at least in the beginning. Right. Yeah. Of, Halloween too. Yeah, yeah. So they're going back to the uh, Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. So it's kind of yeah. like almost like a reboot for Halloween too, in a way. Um, I don't know if the entire film will take place, but I know a majority yeah. of the film, uh, at least the beginning half, will be taking place but at the hospital. I can't believe that they would tell us that the same day they would tell us that uh, we have to wait over a whole other year to get it, and then they give us a little teaser. Uh, you know, uh, that teaser that they put out where uh, they're riding in the back of the truck and right. Fire trucks are coming to put out the fire. Like, no, let them burn, man. Like that—that uh, that set me on edge, man. That was mean to give us that and then and then tell us we gotta wait. Nope. Right. October 2021. But oh yeah, that was like a little tease, and you were just like, God damn it. <laughs> but um, Troy Holt is saying, uh, have you seen? I mean, this is a lot to do with reboots too. Uh, the new Child's Play reboot. 
Um, I wasn't a fan of it, to be honest. I, I, I didn't like it. No, uh, I, I think the only thing for me that saved that entire movie is because I'm a huge Mark Hamill fan. Mark Hamill, yeah. So, like, he, he, you know, he did a – I'm not going to lie. He did a good job voicing Chucky. Um, I feel like he was wasted. Like, I, I, yeah. I was – I mean, I wasn't expecting much when they first announced a Child's Play reboot. Uh, I was like, why? And then they announced Mark Hamill was going to voice Chucky. He's like, oh. He's a, he's my favorite Joker of all time. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll I'll actually pay to go see this. And then my girlfriend and I looked at each other like within 30 minutes of the movie, and we're like, I guess we got to see it to the end. Yeah. But we really didn't like it at all. No, I was uh, I was the same way. I, I don't I like how they made him like a rogue AI and all that. I yeah, I didn't like that at all. I I I I know, I know a lot of people did like that aspect. They were trying to make it modern. I didn't care for it. I liked the like the whole voodoo part of Chucky. That that uh, to me is is uh, why I like the original film. Um, I think it was a little too modern. But I do like the part um, kind of those those nods to Texas Chainsaw Two and Killer Clowns. Do you remember that? Yeah. And uh, the new Child's Play. They're they're watch- I think the kids got a Killer Clowns poster and they're watching. Uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw too, so it it was cool to see uh, some some homage to some cult horror movies, but overall that movie was not my cup of tea. Um, Troy, as far as far as Sammy too, he won't be joining us today. He's still under the weather, um, so let's let's pray for him to get better, or uh, just get send him positive vibes over the chat. Uh, hopefully he may be watching or not. I don't know if he's watching. Usually he comments if he's watching, but. Um, if he's not, he's probably resting. Uh, I know he is under the weather right now, so let's just hope that it's not COVID. Um, Even if he wasn't sick, he'd probably still be sleeping. Yeah. Uh, Fosso, great uh, thing that you brought up, which we'll be talking about in a bit, is our thoughts on the new Child's Play TV series. But I want to wrap up uh, Halloween real quick. Um, so uh, Halloween Kills is delayed now till next October, and Halloween Ends is delayed till 2022 now. Uh, which is a very big bummer. I, I am very mad of what took the spot of Halloween Kills this year, which is Candyman, um, a reboot that I was not looking forward to in the first place. Um, and I was barely a fan of the original, and the only reason that I was a fan of the original is because is of Tony Todd. Um, the guy's a great – he's a, a horror icon, and he's got that like creepy voice to him. He was all in all the Final Destination films, and um, – you know, he just has that creepy horror vibe to him, which I really like. So I wish they, I wish Tony Todd would get more roles, honestly. Like Tony Todd is a very good actor. I wish he would they would put him in more horror movies. But I agree. Um, yeah, so Candyman's taking its place. Uh, from the trailer, it didn't really catch my attention, but we should we'll see. Maybe I'll watch it. Uh, I'll probably wait till it comes out on um, you know to rent. Uh, you probably have no choice in that with yeah. the current state of California. <laughs> right. I probably won't have a choice in that anyway. So I'm not going to pay the $20, though. I'll tell you that. I won't pay $20 to watch it. That's <laughs> just um, me. But, no, I, I, we are very devastated about Halloween. Um, when we heard the news, we were just we – were, we were all talking about it. It really does suck because the one thing we were all uh, – came to an agreement on was if we didn't get a haunt season, this was going to be at least something to kind of hold us over. Yeah, that was the one thing that I was looking forward to. I was – the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't want Horror Nights to get canceled, not to get canceled. But if they do, I still have Halloween Kills to look forward to. Right. Now that's not the case. Yeah. Now we got to try to find something else to do. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, it's 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 sad. Um, but – Fosto brought up a good a thing, which we'll transition to to our next topic, which is uh, what are your thoughts on the Child's Play TV series being separated into two channels, and how do you think it will work? So if you guys don't know, 
this week they announced uh, Child's Play TV show is coming to both USA and Sci-Fi, uh, both owned by Universal. Um, and uh, that's coming in 2021. Now Don Mancini is coming back to do that, the originator of Child's Play, coming back to – uh, to do this TV show. Now, this TV show has been in the works for some time. Uh, it was announced even while they were doing the reboot or remake, however you want to uh, idolize that, of the new Child's Play. And so this TV sh this TV show, I think, is going to be on the same continuity as the other Child's Play films um, that they've done. And uh, I don't know if they're going to include, like, the Cole to Chucky and all that, but I know I think it's I think it's going to be on the same continuity as, like, the first two or three films. Yeah, I, I I really don't know much about it other than um, the the original actor. Oh, Brad uh, Brad Dourif, uh, yeah. the original voice actor of Chucky, is coming back to voice Chucky. Yeah. So uh, if you guys haven't seen the teaser, I'll, I'll elaborate on that a little bit. Uh, you know, they really don't show much. It's like in a store, and it looks all kind of like a CGI store. And then they turn around, you just see like the shape of Chucky, and then you just hear his laugh, assuming that he's coming back to uh, reprise his role. Um, and I guess this was supposed to be a big announcement for Comic-Con, uh, which is was supposed to happen next week, but we're having like a virtual Comic-Con, I guess, what that is. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't watch the new Chucky movies that they did, you know, Cold of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, all that, um, but I heard they were actually not bad. They were pretty decent, I heard. If, if I'm, I'm going to be brutally honest, I think I only like the first three child plays. Right. Um, I, I I mean everything else I guess is supposed to be more comedy and I guess like you could say the same for the other child's plays that they're more they're, they're comedy horror uh, at least that's how I look at them uh, the the first one can't be topped uh, that the second and third one are kind of guilty pleasures for me right uh, but I did I have seen all of them um, I wasn't a huge fan of Cult of Chucky Curse of Chucky was okay uh, I thought Cult of Chucky was really fucking weird. Um, but I know a lot of people dug it, um, and I don't think it's a bad movie. It's just not my my cup of tea. Right. Um, but I, I know that franchise got a bunch of devoted fans to it. Um, I respect you guys. I'm, I'm excited that you guys are getting uh, your own show uh, for, for Chucky. I think it's long overdue. I think that that should have been done a long time ago. I'm sure it's going to be well-received. Especially that Brad Dourif is coming back. Like I might, I might just watch it because Brad Dourif is coming. Is coming yeah, he's back. got the iconic laugh. He does the voice and everything. I mean – you look at a you look at a movie uh, you look at a franchise like Chucky. I mean, it, it's gone everywhere, um, and continuity yeah. wise, it, after Seed of Chucky, it just kind of went its own route um, yeah. as far as a reboot and three or two other sequels that I guess still tied in. I I don't know how those <laughs> curse and and cult worked, but you, you look at a franchise like this and and you're kind of wondering now. Okay, now you're going to TV, sci-fi, and uh, USA. Now, USA brought us The Purge, um, which wasn't actually a bad TV show for the first season, at least. I can't speak for the second season. Um, the f yeah, the first season was very interesting. It told like four different stories of, of people in The Purge, and I thought the second season was interesting because now the second season of The Purge, and I still got to watch it. I'm going to give it a watch pretty soon, but the second season took you to um, the last like 10 minutes of The Purge and what the effects of like if you don't get the kill of the person you got to kill, how you got to live like a whole year of that, so you got to kind of actually see the aftermath of the purge, which I think is something they never really uh, touched on in the films. But I, I was always interested in seeing, like, well, how do you live a whole year now if you didn't kill the person you wanted to kill? You got to live that whole year, like seeing them, probably. Um, yeah. But uh, so yeah, USA's got that, and Sci-Fi gave us 
I don't know how good this was too, and I've never just been a fan of this franchise in general. But they gave us a new Leprechaun movie, um, so <laughs> it looks like sci-fi is trying to really bring back franchises. I mean, if you guys remember the old school sci-fi, I mean, it used to be really dope back in the day, and then they started making those shitty Sharknado movies, and it went downhill from there. Uh, um, the Leprechaun movies. I can't believe that that's being revived. That's. I mean, if you're a fan of that, good good for you guys. You guys are getting a new movie, but. Uh, every time I think of the Leprechaun, did, did, did you ever see Wayne's World too? Yeah. Where uh, he gets the flash, he's like, "I'm the Leprechaun." That's what I think <laughs> every time I hear that movie. Um, uh, yeah. Is, is Jennifer Aniston in the in the first one? Yeah, that's actually I think one of her first films she's ever done. I'm I'm sorry, Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Freaking the Leprechaun and his foot fetish. Oh my God! That, wait, are you talking about Sammy? Oh, Sammy's in the chat, by the way. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> yes. Uh, I've been trying to get him in, but he said, where are the white women at? Hamill's Child's Play was a joke. Uh, he wants to know, for you at least, are there any good Child's Play still books? For me, I, I don't own – I actually, okay, uh, a lot of people get on me for this. I'm not a big still book collector um, because they scratch really easily, uh, at least from the ones that I've had. I've got a few on my shelf, but if I can get my hands on a regular Blu-ray, I'll do that instead. But as far as Child's Play stuff goes, I've got the first one on Screen Factory with the slipcover. They never put out a steelbook for the first Child's Play, uh, to my knowledge. And then I own two and three, uh, just like a DVD combo. But like I said earlier, I'm not a huge Child's Play fan, but I do like the first one a lot. So I made sure I got the Screen Factory for that. But as far as steelbook goes, to my knowledge, guys, I'm not really sure if they ever put out Child's Play, Child's Play steelbooks. Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, Screen Factory has been doing a, a lot of uh, great box sets and and movies lately, and and you yeah. have a lot of those in your collection. I know that like we've talked about that. Yeah, uh, that Halloween box set you see back there up top, an ultra rare, very worth a lot of money uh, box set. Now, no, um, not don't don't give out my address. I don't even know your address, so you're good. <laughs> There's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> even if I did, relax. Um, <laughs> but that brings us on to the topic. So. Chucky coming to Sci-Fi in 2021. Uh, I'll give it a watch. Oh, and look who gets to join the party finally. Will. Good old Will. Just in time for what up, Will? Look who decided to show. Look who decided to going? show up. Welcome, yeah, Will. Welcome to the, the live <laughs> Mindless Horror podcast. Um, we already talked about some Halloween uh, getting delayed, and we just wrapped up the uh, the new announcement for the Chucky TV series on Sci-Fi in USA. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, what are your thoughts on those, anyway? By the way, uh, Halloween getting delayed is in the the movie, the Halloween Kills. Yeah. Um, I mean, it seems that one seems a little weird to me because um, that one seems to be j- well. I don't know. It's tricky because I don't know movies. You know, they're getting a, released a lot on VOD now, so it's kind of hard to tell whether or not like they're doing it just for the sake of movie theaters or like I don't know. Right. Uh, so I'm not informed enough to make a comment on that, but it kind of makes sense. Make more money. I mean, I mean, I understand from a business standpoint, it's probably the smart move to, to make. As a fan, I'm I'm really heartbroken. Yeah. But if I if I were uh, if I was a part of that a, a part of Blumhouse Studio making those decisions, I would probably because let's be honest, Halloween is gonna is gonna do fantastic on a Friday night in October. Uh, so. Uh, doing it from home, us, us diehard fans would totally rent it, but you're, a lot of the casual fans would, it would probably fall under their radar. Um, 
and I I'm all for streaming as well as going to a movie theater. But I agree with what they're saying is that it's probably a film that should be watched on uh, at least for the first time um, on the big screen. So I'm I'm heartbroken to say that I agree with them. Um, I just I don't know how I'm gonna wait. So over here's the way I look at that. I mean, you you gotta you got this whole video on demand stuff, which is a great thing. It's probably going to be, sadly, the future of movies if COVID lasts as long as it does because um, it's not looking good for movie theaters. Um, and the thing about video on demand is, okay, you I don't think they make nearly as much money as they do in cinemas. It's because you got to think about the logistics of this. When you go to a movie theater, you're, play, you're paying like $14 a person per ticket. So that means if like me, you, and Will, and Sammy were to all more. go – you know, that's four times 14 right there. You know what I mean? So you're paying that, and that goes to the box office, which goes to the numbers of how the movie did. If you pay the one-time $20 three-day rental fee, that's $20 for – that could be for all four of us. Yeah. So that's just right. one fee for $20 for all four of us. Like, So it, it, I mean, and not to mention a lot of people who, who run the bootlegging websites and stuff will bootleg that and put it on the website. Exactly. So therefore, the movie loses actually a ton of money after that because, you know, it's already just going to be free to stream on the website. Um, so it, it's very hard for them to make decisions like this, especially when they put a lot of time and money into these movies and they have to make that money back. Um, and everybody knows, of course, you make that money back during your, your time in the box office and your time when you're selling um, DVDs, uh, which that's how they make all their money back right there. Uh, so, and not to mention later on down the line when they do remasters and, and when they do all that stuff. And so it's going to be, it, it, as much as I like the video on demand service, because I will pay for it because I just love to watch the movie without a buffer or anything. Um, I, I will pay for that, but I do love the theater experience way more because there's yeah. nothing like it. You know, you got these Dolby speakers, these Dolby, you know, screens now, and, and you got, this IMAX screen, these IMAX speakers, which are just an amazing cinematic experience. Not to mention, and I, don't know, I don't know about you, Anthony, but I I, I like uh, hearing other people's reactions, even if they're total strangers. I, I like watching a movie with people. I, I like hearing people scream and jump at horror movies and cheer. Uh, it's a communal experience, almost. Yeah, it's just, it's just an experience that you can't get at home. Right. No, and that was that was exactly why I loved all eight times I saw Endgame. <laughs> You know, I, every time I saw it, like I knew what was going to happen after I saw it the first time. And every time I went to a theater, I would just love to hear people's reactions, like them getting excited, you know, them getting like just pumped. Like there was no other theater experience I've had so far than with Avengers Endgame. And every time I went in, like just hearing people's excitement was awesome. Like, so I I love that. And that was cool. Um, to answer Troy's question, we're not going to be gaming today on the on the on the live stream. We're just doing a live podcast, uh, but we probably will plan something in the future with a horror video game of some sort. Just to answer your question, Troy. Um, but yeah, so and then you know, so yeah, that's 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 my view on the whole the whole video on demand thing. But with uh, going back to Child's Play, um, what are your thoughts on on that? Will are you a fan? Child's of Play. I am a huge fan of that uh, franchise. I, but it's going to be interesting though because it's been a, it's been what the last one was Curse of Chucky, right? No, and it's Cult of Chucky. Oh, right, 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 Cult. If, if you're and not counting the remake. Oh, if yes, you're not counting that. True, remake. If you're not counting the remake. Uh, but of that, like uh, you know, Don Mancini like yeah. uh, line, 
and it's definitely taken on a far different tone than like you know it's morphed a lot over the years so it's going to be interesting seeing what route they take with the sci-fi show right and also you know knowing sci-fi shows can kind of be hit or miss right but you know i i have high hopes i think they can pull something off here so will what did you think of the remake i haven't seen the remake yet oh Oh. you're lucky don't yeah Really? <laughs> you don't. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to give you uh, my opinion going into it uh, just because I don't want to sway you one way. I actually want to hear your genuine, as a Child's Place, as a Child's Place fan, I want to hear your genuine thoughts on it. Yeah, if you get a chance, I mean, watch it. I mean, Mark Hamill does a good job as voicing the thing, but I think the the material he was given was... It, it, it wasn't my cup of tea. That's all I'm going to say. I don't, I don't think it was terrible. It just wasn't my cup of tea. Right, uh, right, right. Zombie Chris just typed in the chat. Last time I went to a theater was to see us. Oh wow, that Lord. was like what was that last year, March? I think so. Yeah, I I mean me see I'm a movie buff, so I I I was subscribed to the AMC A list. I was probably there at least twice a week. You know, even if I've seen a movie or if I was if I didn't want to see a movie till later and catch up, you know, I would go there on the weekends if I had nothing to do. I would just go and watch a movie. Me and Sammy would go to the movies all the time. So I'm a I'm a theater buff. Yeah, the the last one I saw was the Invisible Man, like literally like a week, yeah, like one that was week me too. Invisible Man and the Hunt were the last two I saw in in theaters. Um, let's see what else. Uh, yeah, everybody's agreeing that the best theater experience was Endgame. <laughs> yeah. Chris replying, "Yeah, I don't go to the movies at best uh, once, maybe twice a year." Wow. Uh, but then Chris Chris is just a busy person in general, so he doesn't have time to do it. Uh, but yeah, that's, yeah, me and Sammy, Sammy mentioning, we don't, we go to the movies all the damn time, so we know. Um, but yeah, I mean, Child's Play coming 2021, we'll see how that does. Um, I'll, I'll give it a watch. Um, maybe I'll wait for it to go on Hulu, though. I know they got, like, you know, or something like that, but we'll see what happens. Um, all right, this is uh, up Logan's alley right here, so let's talk about that Friday the 13th box set, my dude. (laughs) All right, so, um... Scream Factory, uh, if you don't know, they put out um, amazing collector's editions of horror movies, um, especially especially like cult B-movie horror movies, uh, usually movies that never got a, as much love as other movies have, uh, but occasionally they'll put out like a big franchise like Friday the 13th and give it uh, an amazing looking box set. Um, similar to, uh, it's, it's coming out, in October, October thirteenth, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, uh, a play on the number thirteen. Um, in 2015, they put out this delicious-looking uh, Halloween box set that is uh, now out of print. And as a collector, um, I, I like to have individual cases for my movies. So, like, usually, if you go to like, um, like they have a Friday, like they have a Friday the Thirteenth set um, that was put out. Uh, not not i mean like a year or so ago it's just one case and you only get uh eight movies instead of uh i think there's 12 of them 12 friday the 13th you only get eight of them um as a collector i I like to have them all in their own cases uh especially um if you like the artwork like they like they give you like in the halloween box for example like the original artwork on the cases inside so they're doing the same thing with with the friday the 13th set um every Every movie's gonna have its its original VHS artwork with a killer uh, killer art on the outer box. Uh, I believe on the Screen Factory website you can get it for $160. That includes a limited edition poster and a lithograph. 
Um, if you don't care about that stuff, you can get it on Diabolic DVD and Amazon.com for yeah, Amazon. I just saw because Scream Factory is actually really selling out quick on these. If you yeah. can't get your hands on it uh, through Scream Factory, Amazon would probably be your, your next best bet. To, uh, I will recommend getting this ASAP because, like I said, this box set went out of print really quickly. Just not just from Scream Factory, but overall. Like they were selling it at Walmart for a, a few months after it came out, and then it was done. Um, so now this box set goes for, I believe, on eBay, you can find it for at least $300. Wow. Uh, a friend of mine got this for me for a killer deal uh, for my birthday in 2018. Um, so I can't thank him enough for that. Uh, had I missed out in 2015 when this came out. So uh, I told myself I'm not going to miss out on this Friday box set. I know. So here's hoping we'll get a Nightmare on Elm Street box set next and a Texas Chainsaw box set. May I remind you guys, Logan just moved into an apartment too, and that was like the first thing he poured <laughs> money out for. <laughs> Dude. I'm, I'm, Priorities, I, I'm, man. I was sitting on the couch next to my girlfriend, and you know, like, like her and I are living together now, sharing bills and stuff. And I, I just let out a oh shit, and she's like, "What?" I was like, "Screen Factory's putting out a Friday the Thirteenth set." She's like, "God damn it, how much is it?" <laughs> <laughs> he just let out an oh shit. <laughs> she already knew, like, oh fuck, what is he gonna spend money knew, on? She already knew, like, like that, like they pretty much by announcing that Screen Factory's taking money out of my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's automatic. That's something. Chris says, damn, I want that box set so bad. Is now, which one? Is the Halloween or the Friday box set? He wants the uh, the Halloween one. Yeah, it, dude, keep an eye out on um, keep an eye out on eBay. Um, I also, the majority of my collection, actually, because uh, I have a lot of out-of-print movies, right. uh, a lot of really cool collector's editions. I get a lot of them through a Facebook group uh, called uh, Cult Film. It's like... It's it's a long title. It's like cult. It's just type in cult film horror group, and you'll you'll see a, a it's a collector's group. There's like twenty thousand people in it, but people buy and sell on there, and you can get like that's where my, my my friend bought this Halloween box set for me. I think he got it for like a hundred and twenty bucks, which is right. for this like a total steal. By the way, Troy Holt saying if anyone out there wants to watch it, the new Child's Play is also on Hulu. Oh, that's good to know. So there you go. Let's give that a um, watch. Uh, but yeah, man, I think that box set, those box sets are dope, man. Like they really look cool. Artwork looks dope. Everything that you get, like if you're a diehard collector, much like how Logan is with his physical media, I mean, that is something that you have to have in your collection. Like that, there's no yes or no around it. Like you have to have it, man. Like well, the bottom and here's line. the thing: this is how they get me. Is uh, I'm not even a, I'm not even a huge Friday the Thirteenth fan. Like I actually like Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween a lot more. Um, I like the first uh, the first four Friday films, and the sixth one is pretty good too. But other than that, like they're not like they're not my favorite franchise. But because of the box set itself, like I'm a sucker for packaging. Like if you give me that the, the original artwork and that killer box, and if you tell me it's limited edition, you already have me sold. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, freaking Sammy in the chat. Let's do some Hulu and hang. <laughs> That's hilarious. Just really quick, another couple of boxes that uh, Screen Factory has put out similar, but not quite as big. Uh, they they did the Omen. You get uh, all five of the Omen movies in a pretty sexy looking uh, sexy looking box set, and uh, the Amityville Horror trilogy, the the, the original three. Nice. So, uh, nice. Yeah, they they out, they're known for putting out. Uh, I wonder if they really like want to get their hands on uh, Universal monsters because I feel like they can do justice to those. There, there, there's a really amazing box set out that's not super cheap either. Uh, there's an, I don't have it, but there's an amazing Universal bo uh, Monsters box set out 
it's got like 40 or 50 yeah the one that universal put out right yeah 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 it's like it's it's in like a gray packaging yeah um i've heard that's a really good box i don't have that i have um i have another box set that's only got like the essentials in it uh, i don't have like like all of the crazy sequels that they put out to like creature in the black lagoon and uh you know, they put out, like, a million sequels. Yeah, like Son of Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, I've, I've got, yeah. like, the essentials. I was waiting for Husband of Frankenstein to come out soon, but yeah. <laughs> that was not. Universal. Universal. That is not the uh, the case for that yet, right? Um, not yet. All right, this is something that I think we're all going to have a little bit of say in right now. It's going to be a very – and before I jump into this topic, let's take everything with a grain of salt because nothing has been official yet. We're just oh, going I know off, what you're going to get into. We're just going yeah. off footage that we've seen. <laughs> From our good friend Santa Clarita Drone, who no. constantly updates us on uh, all things. I don't want to talk about this. Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's keep um, moving. <laughs> and that is, of course. Uh, but Logan has a good little theory behind this, so let's let's we'll let him say that. I forgot my theory. Okay, well at least I remembered it. Um, <laughs> uh, but. Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights was, of course, the last two really well okay i can't really say much for the other haunts they haven't really came out and said anything so nothing's official yet the only one that's came out and said that they're not doing their haunt this year is dark harbor that is it uh six flags hasn't said anything yet knots has not said anything yet uh universal studios has not said anything yet and the los angeles haunted hayride has not said anything at all yet um but with the looks that we've gotten from the latest construction update from santa clarita drone it looks like they started taking down the metro set backlot uh mazes um, the facades are completely gone and it looks like some of the walls have came down under the tents. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what to really make of that, uh, yet. I mean, they have stopped really, they haven't done any construction whatsoever. Uh, so that kind of gets me thinking like, is the event actually canceled or are they waiting for further evaluation to continue going um i remembered my theory um as you're talking about this um so if you have any if you have an ounce of hope a sliver of hope um i will give you this because i'm still holding just an ounce i'm 90 percent certain it's probably not happening guys it's my fit it's the one thing it's the top thing i look forward to every october so it hurts me to say this that it's probably not happening um but i will say um the one ounce of hope I have is that maybe they're moving the Metro set mazes uh, to either the lower lot or uh, probably or to the upper. What, what I mean by that is um, because if you look at those two mazes back to back, it looks like there's not much room for lines. Well, if we weren't in COVID, I'm sure it would work, but to have social distance lines, it probably wouldn't work. And they're probably thinking, why are we going to have everybody come down here just for two mazes when we could put a maze in the Jurassic World? Uh, queue, which if you don't know, that used to be a, that in 2016 was the last year I believe they used that queue, if I'm not mistaken, for Halloween. Uh, Hell comes to Haddonfield based on mm, Halloween yeah. too. Right. And then uh, the Persian Courtyard, uh, they couldn't move one of those mazes up there. A rumor has that they weren't going to use either of those locations anymore, but maybe they're considering because of certain events going on in California that uh, with COVID-19 that they might just move them upstairs. Because I haven't seen anything else come down really i don't know if i could be wrong uh has the texas chainsaw well it's not confirmed but has the rumored texas chainsaw at the mummy queue facade been taken down yet anthony they haven't took anything down yet but there is no construction happening on it whatsoever so it's just okay. been halted 
Well, that's just my sliver of hope for everybody that's just wanting to hold hope. They could be moving them uh, just up. So probably not happening. But Whoa. Hold on. I'm sorry to cut you off. This is the very first thing for me. So I, I guess it's going to take some time to get used to this. Shout out to Adam. $5 donation. Thank you, Adam. I really appreciate that. Thank you, that. Adam. I, uh, I am so new to this whole – I forgot we had the super chat even on. <laughs> um, $5 from Adam. Wow. Thank you, Adam. I, I really appreciate that, man. We all appreciate that. Yeah, thanks, Adam. That's awesome. So sorry so much, sorry to cut you off. This this is all new no, to me still. <laughs> cut me off if anybody's going to be that generous. That's That's great, Adam. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's awesome. But – I, I do I, I I that's what I'm going off right now. I mean that's what's keeping me hopefully very hopeful that maybe they're just moving them. Um, maybe yeah. they realized that social distancing wouldn't work in the metro sets, so they just decided to move them. Um, obviously with Soundstage 29, that's very good socially distant. Um, so that's really cool. Um, Waterworld is pretty socially distant, I guess. Uh, no, no, no. We'll see. We'll see. I yeah, because you can eliminate those little switchback areas. Yeah. That they normally have. Yeah. Um, Parisian Courtyard can be socially distant if they put something up there, and as well as uh, um, Jurassic World queue. But um, yeah, man, that's it, it. You know what? I mean, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I, I rather, um, I rather there'd be no haunt season this year just for the sole purpose of this virus is kind of getting, I, I don't know where it'll be in October. I don't, I can't predict. This is literally a day to day thing. And as it, it hurts me to say this, but I rather have both community and scare actors to be safe and not risk the chance of getting COVID than right. have a haunt season. That's right. just me though. 100%. Yeah. I think and that goes for all of us. I mean, we rather have everyone stay safe and have these numbers go down and who knows, you know, if we don't get something next year, maybe they'll throw in a freaking twice as better event next year, hopefully. I hope. I, I really hope. Um, and it's, it, you got to feel for those guys that probably just don't know what to do. Like, they probably wanted to announce – they obviously wanted to announce stuff a long time ago. Um, by now, we probably would have gotten most of the mazes, like if not all of the mazes, announced by now. Right. Uh, because the haunt season would be happening early September or mid-September. Um but they're probably just because of the constant change of rules and cases rising, and uh, it's probably just safe for them to say, "Okay, guys, it's just not going to happen this year." You know? Right? I, no, I agree. Right. I agree. No, it's and it's cool. But what's given me a little bit of hope, and even if we might not get, um, if we might not get, I, I so it's given me a little hope, and we might not get as much mazes, but recently, if you guys have seen in the theme park community, they uh, opened up ghost town for Knott's uh, berry farm for a little kind of uh two weekend event of like kind of making up for the boysenberry festival in a way because if you look at the menu a lot of it's boysenberry i forget what the event's called i think it's called like calico food or i don't remember what it was called Go calico yeah i'm actually yeah. Uh, i'm taking my grandmother to that uh next weekend nice uh, let me know boysenberry anything so yeah. she's been cooped up at home so i'm like all right grandma bring your mask let's go they have a uh, they have a uh, cookie ice cream boysenberry chocolate chip sandwich that looks really Ooh. good. Um, that, that churro, if you guys haven't seen the food, that they have a boysenberry churro. A boysenberry churro with stuffing in it. Uh, if you guys, uh, here's a shameless plug. If you guys really want to see what's going on at the event, I know a couple YouTubers that might be putting up videos. One of them's already up. SoCal Exploring, um, I know, put up a video uh, today about that. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, maybe TLEV might be putting up one. I I think they were down there uh, checking it out. 
I'm not 100% sure on that, but uh, keep your eye out. Bell notifications. Hit their bell notifications if they do put up one. That way you can see everyone's different experience. But they have, like, barbecue, boysenberry uh, wings, which look really good. Uh, these mac and cheese bites that look really good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's I, I, I was planning on going because I was like, oh, my dad, my dad saw the menu. He went nuts. He was like, I want to go. And I was like, well, I can try to go. We can try to go at the end of the month when I get paid. I'll get his ticket. It's only 25 bucks. But sadly, at the end of the month, it's going to be done. Uh, they're only doing it for two weekends. I think this is a test to see what they can do with their limits. And from everything that I've heard, they've done a really good job. Like um, everybody's following guidelines. The social distancing was good. And they have a different uh, temperature screening test than other theme parks than with the gun. Uh, they actually have like a walkthrough one that's that's like a, a detects your, your heat which, and everything. Which makes it a little more convenient and faster for people to get in, right? Right. No, way, way faster. They just walk so, through and it tells you your temperature. If yeah, so if Universal and Disney sees that, they should take a note out of Nas's uh, Nas's book and go, yeah, maybe that's the way to do it. Um, but um, no, I, I'm like I said, I'm gonna go next weekend, and I'm I, I I'm such a horror nerd and haunt nerd. I feel like I'm mainly going. I'm using my, my grandma as an excuse to go and see if any haunt construction is gonna be. And that's you what know, I was gonna get at. So yeah. even if you know we don't get an entire event from Nas. I mean, this could be a sign to, like, a cold open as to sections of the theme park to see what they can control and what they can't control. Um, and that's what I hope that maybe more theme parks take into notice, that Knott's was willing to open up just Ghost Town and a lot of that area surrounding, you know, Ghost Town um, to do this food event, to sell merchandise. That was just a small portion of the park. Of course, no rides were open and everything. But I'm hoping that... Um, Disneyland maybe takes notice, and maybe they can do a soft open to Main Street. You oh, know, yeah. to Great kind idea. of yeah. I mean, I know this is a horror podcast, but we're talking about a little bit theme park. But, sure, no, but I yeah. mean, I'm ho- this is where I'm hoping. I mean, I mean, Universal did it with City Walk, obviously. That's their kind of thing right there to start. Um, of course, Knotts was doing Marketplace for a bit, and then they did a little bit with Ghost Town. And now I'm hoping Disneyland can maybe take some notes and and maybe open sections of the park at a time. Um, just kind of see how well they can control it. And then, because they also also have uh, Downtown Disney open right, right. now. Right, Downtown for, Disney uh... as well is open. So, uh, we'll see. Sammy said, link them to five fires. Oh, man. I saw that text. Uh, not five fires. <laughs> he saw my text, and yeah. Uh, five fires, yeah. Go watch him. <laughs> There's no link in the description. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, didn't have to, I didn't have time to put a link i'm sorry um anyway but you know hhn let's hope for the best um but if not let's not be too disappointed around it it's um it is what it is you know covid i'd rather have everyone for the safe. health of the people yeah i can guarantee you guys this right now um if there is no haunt season we are going to be planning stuff uh at least every weekend whether it be me and Sammy, me and Logan, me and Will, or all of us, whatever everyone's schedule is, to have like a, a movie night on the weekends, uh, all of haunt season, uh, on Saturday nights or, or Sunday evenings or whatever. Um, we, we, we're we not going to plan anything until we get the official. But, um, yeah, so if there is no haunt season, we're going to still do some live streams for you guys as far as horror-related stuff leading up to Halloween. So uh, just look forward to that. We'll, we'll and we should, um, if I, I don't know of any locally around here, but I'm sure there's going to be plenty of 
home haunt home haunts as well so, so i know the bloodshed brothers the yeah bloodshed brothers of course is doing their home haunt uh we will be attending that that is one that we loved uh last year definitely going to go out and support again this year and if there's I'm any gonna, other i'm going to attempt going to florida so uh yeah boys. there's a potential florida trip in the works for uh at least uh i know me and sammy um we're going to be talking about that uh well at least when he gets better we'll see where he's at um but I know for sure I'm going to be planning pretty soon uh, at the end of the month to uh, make a down payment and go, man. Because I really want to I want to experience – well, not only that. I want to experience HHN 30. This is 30-year anniversary, yeah. man. Right. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. But we'll see what happens. See, since we're on this topic, I was thinking about this just staring up at the ceiling at night because this haunt season being canceled has kept me awake for multiple nights. Um I, I was thinking about this, and this is kind of a worry for me. I don't know if anybody's really thought or at least talked about it. Um, if how if HHN 30 is still on and Hollywood gets canceled, uh, and they're going to get mazes like Beetlejuice, which is the most, which is the maze I'm most excited for. If you don't know, I'm a huge Beetlejuice fan. People right. watching, um, that's the maze I'm most excited for. Um, as well as like you know, um, Hunting a Mill House, they're getting all kinds of cool crap. If their event looks like their event's still happening. Uh, if Hollywood gets canceled and they get all these mazes, and usually uh, we we get at least half of or half of the mazes that Orlando gets, and vice versa, uh, what's going to happen for us next year if Hollywood opens? Are we going to get Beetlejuice and Haunting of Hill House, or are they and are they going to move on to something else? Are we just going to be like a year behind them, or are we just going to miss out on those mazes completely in Hollywood? Does that make sense? Yeah, yes. Yeah. I, I thought about that too. Um, okay. Can I don't really kill the properties. Days, man. Right. I will, I, I will literally fly. I, I will pay the, I will pay for the flight and the ticket to Florida just to experience that Beetlejuice mix. I've been wanting that for years. Right. No, I agree. It's gonna be different. I didn't, you know, I was thinking about that too. I was like, well, if they get the event this year and we don't, what does that mean? Are they gonna yeah. just make everything an original maze this year, or are they gonna give us something that now we're gonna look at this and go, oh fuck, this is what we were gonna have this year. <laughs> Yeah, guys. I mean, I'm willing to bet that next year, if we don't get it this year, we might get one or two of the mazes that they're getting this year at Florida, but we might miss out on some next year. Right. And then move right. on to, you know, something new. I hate to say it. But. Troy says, "Can everyone have a shout out? Shout out to all the fans in the chat uh, watching this podcast. Thank you so much Big for taking the time out. out of your day uh, to do this. We did it a little early so everyone could enjoy their Saturday nights. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, all right. Next topic at hand." And this is something that I'm kind of interested in seeing because I'm also a very theater, a big theater nerd. So, and I know Sammy might be interested in seeing this, but he's never seen this movie. I can guarantee this one, because uh, uh, I think only a handful. Maybe I don't know if Will has seen it, but I I know for sure Logan has are seen gonna, it. Are you gonna say what I think you're gonna say? Yes, uh, Lost Boys. Have yeah. you seen that? Anyone? Everyone seen that movie here or not? Will oh, you haven't seen it yet? I haven't seen Lost no. Boys. You got to see Lost Boys. It's a very good movie, very good vampire movie. Um, but Lost Boys is getting a musical, which is nearly done. And get this, Malcolm McDowell, McDowell? How do you say his last name? McDowell? Malcolm McDowell? McDowell? I don't, I don't know. No, McDowell. McDowell? Yeah, like, okay, McDowell. From, uh, from Clockwork uh, Orange? Clockwork Orange. Yes. Oh. Uh, he's in talks to play Max, the uh, head vampire of wow. all of them. Wow. Which is kind of a spoiler, but, I mean, if you know who Max is, you know who Max is. But if you don't... You're going to be very shocked when you watch the movie and go, oh, shit, okay. Uh, so I just kind of spoiled the movie for you guys. I'm sorry. But um, the movie's been out for years. But <laughs> he is in talks to play uh, Max in the, in the Broadway production of uh, Lost Boys musical. So that's big. Wow. 
Very yeah. interesting. Okay, so what are your thoughts? I know they've done a they've done a Beetlejuice musical. Yeah, um, <laughs> they've I done a lot of musicals. Like Back to the, they've done a Back to the Future one. Um, they've done a, like a lot of like these movies that they turn mu- musicals. I've heard good things about the Beetlejuice one. Um, I know they've done a King Kong musical. Um, and my sister actually got to see that in New York, and she said it was awesome because they actually had a life-size King Kong in that theater, which was dope. I'm actually not a big musical theater junkie like a lot of people are. Like, I, I don't dislike it. It's just not my thing. Um, like, I, I like like the like the original operas. Like, I like Phantom of the Opera. I like uh, like I've I've seen that uh, on stage several times. Um, but when it comes to taking a modern, or I shouldn't say modern, but just a film in general and making it into a modernized musical, mm-hmm. it's not usually, it doesn't really appeal to me, but I know it's got a huge following and it's usually very successful. Uh, Beetlejuice, as a huge fan, uh, I'm, I, I, it didn't really appeal to me just because Michael Keaton is Beetlejuice to me. Like, there's one Beetlejuice and it's Michael Keaton. Like, if they ever remade Beetlejuice, I wouldn't watch it just because Michael Keaton is not in it. Right. Uh, but um, I don't know. Uh, from the clips I saw, it didn't really appeal to me, but I, I did hear it was very successful. So it's obviously got a huge audience, so they're going to continue doing it. Um, but Lost Boys was one that I didn't I didn't think had such a huge audience. To, I, I, I didn't know there was a, such a huge crowd for that. Um, it's got which a, is, quite the cult following, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, compared to – I mean, I, I guess as a vampire film, it's probably one of the more popular ones. Um but no, that's totally cool. I'm not sure how they're gonna do it. Um, I'm not, yeah, I don't know, Anthony. Uh, how do you feel about that? Well, I mean, Lost Boys. I, I mean, the, throughout the entire film, you have that like sadistic kind of song um, going out throughout the entire yeah movie. You know the you know that little orchestra of the the, the, the kids singing throughout the movie, which makes it a very creepy vibe. So I can see that song being a recurring uh, theme song throughout the throughout the production. Um, I don't know, man. I think it could be cool if they go with like a punk rock style uh, type musical, yeah, totally. because that if you look at the way they're dressed, it's more of like a. It was made. The movie was made in like the late, I believe, in the mid or late eighties. Got like an eighties metal kind of a. Yeah, eighties like metal punk vibe to it. Um, yeah. So if they if they went like that kind of route with the music, I think it could work out perfectly. Um, you got to, you got not to mention too. Uh, what, what's the good the vampire the guy who played in twenty four, big. He he was like the main vampire in that movie as well. Um, I don't know if you guys know who I'm talking about. That that was that show 24. He was the cop, the main guy on it. He played in that movie, uh, The Lost Boys. He's a big actor. And then, of course, you have Bill from Bill and Ted that's in there as well. Oh, are, you, are you talking about Kevin Bacon? No, not, not no, Kevin Bacon. Um, not, not Kevin Bacon. Um, I don't know why I got it mixed up with Kevin. I'll Bacon. IMDb it right now. <laughs> I know, I know exactly who you're talking about. I, 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 know I can it. list off a lot of the cast because there's a lot of other people in there. Uh, I think Corey Feldman's in there too. Yeah, Corey Feldman's in it, but I've got his face ingrained in my head. Uh, he's on the back of the damn movie. Uh, yeah. Oh, what's his name? He's like he's not the head vampire, but he's kind of the leader. He's of like the, the leader of that group. Yeah. Um, 1987 is when the movie came out, by the way. What's his name, Anthony? Um, but his name but... is uh, Kiefer. Kiefer. Um, uh... Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, for Sutherland. Keep for Sutherland, yes. Uh, yeah, for... well, I got a mix with Kevin Bacon. but <laughs> <laughs> Most notably for his role in the show 24 that went on for uh, about nine years um, on yeah. Fox, which was like a kind of like a cop detective-like show where he was timed on stuff. Um, so that was where he got like a lot of his major fame. But I think Lost Boys really made his name 
as well. But like, I think a lot of people started noticing him when 24 came around. They're like, oh, that's the guy from freaking Lost Boys, you know? And yeah. <laughs> he's playing a cop. So, no, yeah. Uh, oh, good job. Sammy got it in the chat. He knew. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I feel like this could be a very good, uh, successful thing if they do it right. Um, but we'll see. Only time will tell. Um, all right. This one, I'm going to get a little heated right now. All right. I'm going to get a little fucking heated right now. All right. Because I've been waiting for this movie for three goddamn years. <laughs> and it's gotten pushed back. It's gotten reshot. Had a release date for this year. <laughs> COVID fucked that up. And it's not Halloween Kills. It's not Halloween Kills. And they ha they're doing a Comic-Con panel next week, so I'm curious to say what they see. But if you guys saw this, their latest TV spot was uh, heavily inspired by Dream Warriors, um, which they're doing a lot of iconic throwbacks to like a lot of 80s things. The movie takes place in the 80s. And, of course, I am talking about Marvel's New Mutants. I have been fucking waiting for this movie for some time now. It has been delayed. It has been pushed back. It has been reshot. It has been delayed again. When the fuck are we going to get this movie? <laughs> so the reason why I bring this up is the latest TV spot showed us a little bit more of the, of the characters and who they are. This movie was originally slated to come out, I think, in 2018 or 2017, uh, around the time where X-Men Dark Phoenix came out. And... I was very excited for this movie. This was going to be like Marvel's like first like horror type film uh, outside of Blade, um, and I was very excited to where they was going. I mean, if you guys saw the first reveal poster of this, they were all they recreated the Highway to Hell uh, cover, which is one of my favorite albums by ACDC, one of my favorite covers ever to be created, um, and they recreated that, giving this movie it's going to have an '80s vibe to it. Um, and then when you saw the first trailer, it was beautiful. You had this horror vibe to it, X-Men characters, um, and you, they're in this asylum, and they're all trying to escape, and you're like, all right, cool, I'm on board. This looks fucking dope. When this movie got made, I was like, this is going to be fucking legit. And then they had a test screening, and it didn't test as scary as they wanted to, so they reshot the entire movie <laughs> to make it scarier. <laughs> so this movie's already over budget than it should be. They reshot the entire movie, uh, and it was supposed to come out so for the longest time, people were like, okay, where, where the fuck is this movie coming out? Like, people want to see this movie. People have been – the comic book universe, the horror universe has been crazy about this movie. They want to see this movie. Um, so then it finally got a release date. They're like, okay. Okay, well, let's go back a little bit. The Disney-Fox merger happened, and people were mm -hmm. like, okay, this movie's done. This movie's not going to see the, day, the, the light of day. It's done because they scrapped the Gambit movie. They scrapped a bunch of other X-Men movies that they had planned gone so new mutants was one of those where like people are never going to see this movie and then earlier this year in january they were like yeah this movie's still going to re get released here's a new trailer and here's a new release date and i was like fucking finally so everything was going smooth and then a little bitch named covid happened <laughs> and <laughs> it got it got delayed again the the latest petition when that happened was just to put it on disney plus at that I point just fucking put it on Disney Plus. But they're like, no, we want people to see this movie in theaters. So, and this is getting me in, I'm getting heated now. <laughs> this week, they released a new uh, TV spot announcing that they're going to have a San Diego Comic Con uh, panel. You know, this year they're doing the whole Comic Con at home, and they're going to have a whole panel on the movie next week at the virtual Comic Con. Um, 
Disney, Fox, when the fuck is this movie coming out? <laughs> just put it on Disney Plus already. I don't care. I just want to fucking see this movie already, man. I am so fucking tired of waiting. I, oh my god. It was almost, it, something happened this this year as well while COVID was happening in the, in the very early stage, around April. There was a report that it was available to rent on Amazon, and I got legit excited when I saw that news. And then, like, not even an hour of that posting, Amazon had took that down, uh, and I was uh, very pissed. I was like, there was my chance to watch the movie, and you took it down. Disney Fox, I'm looking at you guys. When the fuck are you going to release this movie? Because I've been waiting three goddamn years for this movie. I want to see it so bad, and I'm afraid now that if I watch it, it's going to be a fucking disappointment. <laughs> and I'm and it's I'm hoping, be almost impossible to live up to that hype. Come on, like, there's I'm so hoping, much build up now. I'm hoping that the reshoots that they did is going to tie this movie into the MCU, and that's what everybody's speculating. But at this point. When the fuck are we good? I just I don't even care if it ties into the MCU. I just want to see this fucking movie already. It had an amazing cast in it, and um, yeah, I mean, one of the uh, who was Will's brother in Stranger Things? Uh, oh, um, yeah, I, I know. I don't know his name. He was gonna but... be in the movie, or he is in the movie. Um, Jonathan. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think I it's know. Jonathan, right? Uh, the chick from Split. She's in the movie. She's like one of the main characters, and she's I think she's Russian in that movie. Um, but this movie looks so fucking promising, man. Um, and you know we're all waiting for the X Men to come to the MCU, and this is hopefully that gateway to do it, or maybe part of the multiverse. I don't know. Yeah, Sammy, what Sammy said, I want the original cut of the movie as well. So give me the newly shot one, and give me the original because I want to compare the damn two movies. How do you know? Okay, you two, the test audience, they said it wasn't scary. How do you know what I think though? What if I thought the fucking original was way scarier than the newer one? You know what I mean? This is a very heated topic for me. <laughs> this is a very heated topic for me, but I, I've said enough. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with this movie like I have. If you guys I had mean, any idea this movie existed until today. I've been lightly keeping up on it because I was super excited to like when the initial like trailers rolled out whenever that was a few years back. And then I just, you know, I'm not the biggest like, uh, you know, MCU and like Marvel and superhero movie fan, but like this one piqued my interest because this is like totally different than anything we've seen before. So I've just been keeping tabs, but this is potentially one of the most brutal production cycles that I have ever witnessed. And this is just, it's almost absurd at this point. It's almost comical how DC many good. delays. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but like the amount of delays is like, and like, just things that happen to get in the way of this movie is just absurd. This better be one of the best movies I've ever seen. Otherwise, <laughs> it, it almost wasn't it worth it. Point. I don't even care if it's bad. I just want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm a kind of like well, I'm not a huge uh, Marvel MCU guy. I, I, I've seen most of the movies, um, and I think they're they're pretty good. Uh, superhero movies, other than like Batman stuff, like uh, never really. Uh, caught my interest but i i have heard about new mutants and like it's three-year history of uh constantly being delayed um so honestly i just want to see it just because of the hype um um but i i would say i'm more of i'm more of a dc fan just because of how dark uh those comics and uh and the the movies are i will say as of lately marvel movies are much better than dc movies that's just my my personal opinion just in terms of quality 
but I do like the characters better in DC. But um, New Mutants definitely seems like it's up my alley. So um, I'm totally on board for that. Um, but I'm I'm trying not to think about it too much because I don't want to be pissed off like Anthony. Like I'll, I'll just watch oh, it I'm, whenever. I'm heated at this, dude. Like I've been. <laughs> I am tired. Like. Every time I hear news about this movie, it's always it got delayed, it got delayed, it got delayed. I'm just like, yeah, one release glimmer it on Disney hope, Plus or don't then, release it at all. Yeah, this is gonna be the film that like everyone's just been waiting. And when it finally comes out, like I just, I have a feeling it's gonna be a huge disappointment when it finally comes out. <laughs> <laughs> but they've had so many time, they have so much time to like put the actual CG and to fucking create a good story they've had so much fucking time more time than any movie has ever had in the history of cinema and <laughs> it better be a fucking at least a somewhat decent movie like it better it better be at least enjoyable or fun like I horror movie. i honestly no i'm i'm, I'm not gonna be mean i'm not gonna say i i, I hope it sucks because i want to see your reaction but i'm wondering if it does suck like i i, I want to be there when you watch it because if it does suck i want to see you get pissed off <laughs> Sammy also brings up a good point. Uh, Avatar two, <laughs> been delayed so many times now too. Avatar was two, three, even and four. Uh, dude, okay, oh, I don't know. Right. Okay, I don't know why. <laughs> I, the, the first movie was like it was okay I, for its time. Like with the CGI, you know, I could say it was groundbreaking. But I'll never understand the hype. Like that movie came out over ten years ago, and we're, and they they have their own land in florida at disney world right yeah. uh, or is it animal kingdom i believe animal yeah. kingdom um out of, out of all out of all franchises to do a land for why did they pick fucking avatar with one fucking movie it was like, a good investment now because yeah. they own the damn franchise <laughs> i know they do i know but like there's so much there's so much other potential for i mean that's getting into disney but i i don't i don't understand the hype behind the first movie like i really watched it not too long ago and i was like ah like it's good, but I don't understand. I don't fucking understand why it's got such a huge following. So Zombie Chris says Avatar Two will come out when our kids have kids. <laughs> I think that's generous. I think uh, I, I think <laughs> I think uh, what you call it, James Cameron will be fucking long dead already. I, His kids are gonna have to take up that mantle. To, yeah. to be honest, from a business, from a studio standpoint, like how do they think people are gonna care about that? Like other than like the diehard fans of the first one. To a casual moviegoer, they're going to be like, what the fuck is Avatar 2? What happened to the first one? Oh, yeah. Well, it was like 11 years ago. <laughs> or by that by that time, 20 years ago, by the time Avatar 2 comes out. It seems like they've entirely just missed their window. Because this film did have like cultural relevance at one point. Well, yeah. This film but... was the highest box office yeah. numbered film. Like made the yeah. most money until Endgame came along. And that What's interesting about that, though, yeah. is I feel like for the amount of money it made and for how like big of a movie it was i feel like its cultural impact has been like insanely small in comparison to what it like should have been yeah. you know because like i feel like in that's one of those movies that like i forget it exists for 90 percent of my existence you know yeah. it's like i i just like i've seen it once and i was like yeah pretty yeah. cool i mean cg looks good but like that's it you know I, i'm gonna be honest with you i've never seen it ever Really? really, I mean, it's it's pretty good. I've seen I mean, bits and pieces it, of it. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I catch you know some of my family watching it, but it's like I've never sat through up. and watched it all. It's not what it's hyped up to be, dude. Yeah. I, you know what it took me to fucking finally sit down and watch The Godfather. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong; those movies cinematically are beautiful, and that's, they're that's they're a total different movie though. Like Godfather, no, I know. Is classic, whereas Avatar's like 
But like I, I, I had a I had to wait till the Godfather like anniversary happened in theaters to go sit down and finally like force myself <laughs> to sit down and watch it, and I'm glad I did so. I'm waiting for the chance to do that with Godfather Part Two because I know I, I I'll get distracted at home, and when I'm yeah. in a movie theater environment, like I'm fully focused on the movie. So is James right. Cameron? Uh, is is he slotted to direct the Avatar sequel? Is he gonna is he can gonna continue doing that? Ooh, uh, Bronx Fifth. Oh, uh, is he doing the average James Cameron? Yeah, he's still very much involved with it. I think he just finished directing like two and three already done. Um, I I think all the movies are done filming. They just it's oh, the shit. CGI that takes forever on them, honestly. Oh, but um, Bronx Fifteen makes a good point. Instead of doing a Avatar Land, they should have invested that money and made a made the Halloween Town from Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, dude! Fuck. Oh my God! Yeah, I don't even have to tell you how much. Um, He's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's totally right. My God. Uh, well, I think that has way more of a fan base than Avatar does. Well, that's what I was going to get to. Is like, why are you going to take something that has such a cliche, has such a niche audience, when you could take a huge property like Nightmare Before Nightmare Before Christmas, or even any other huge Disney property that would bring in ticket sales? Like, I don't know. Right. Uh, There's I, so I, many other things you could pick. I, I did hear that the ride is pretty cool. I've never been to Florida, so um, I don't know. So Chris, Zombie Chris, who lives out in Florida, said the ride itself is one of the best simulators I've been on. Yeah, and Manny, Manny D. Santiago says the film is highly driven on the freaking amazing visuals and creation of a fantastical world. Avatar's focus story was decent, though. Well, and that's what I mean. And I, and, and I, I, I said earlier that its CGI was pretty groundbreaking. But if the if it doesn't have good content other than how it looks, like it's not going to interest me. Like this is kind of a harsh phrase to 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 say about Avatar, but it's almost saying it's good because it's a polished turd. It, like it looks beautiful, but the story is just kind of so-so. Like I I don't care if it looks amazing. Like I'll play a video game if I want to look at something really cool. Meanwhile, but, on uh, Sammy's uh, horror movie watch list, he said he finally watched Hereditary and Doctor Sleep, so you can take those off the Sam needs to watch list. What did he, hey, Sammy, what did you think of Hereditary? Because that movie fucked me up. Well, he watched Midsummer. Well, let me, I didn't let like me rephrase it. that. He attempted to watch Midsummer with me in the theater, but fell asleep. <laughs> um, I actually stayed up and watched the entire film, and there was actually one part I had to really go to the fucking bathroom. I'm like, "You better stay the fuck awake and tell me what happens, because <laughs> I need to know what's going on with this weird ass movie." Uh, Sammy, what did you think of both those movies? Yeah, if they did a Halloween Town, they would they could have built a ride around Jack Slay ride on Christmas Day. That would have been cool. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Yeah, to do his adventures cool. and stuff. But um, yeah. New Mutants needs to come the fuck out already. <laughs> I'm going to have a protest based around that. <laughs> it's going to say Black Lives Matter and release New Mutants. <laughs> like, that's going to be my legit argument on that. So we'll They're not related, that. but I thought you should know both things. <laughs> <laughs> They're not related, but both of them are very important. One being way more important than the other. The other one is just New Mutants, and that's just me being selfish because I want that movie. But, you know, Black Lives <laughs> Matter is still very important. <laughs> New Mutants is just there because I fucking care about it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I can actually probably arrange something for now, that. Now, before uh, anybody for... rages in the comment section, this is all this is, this is jokes, okay? This is all jokes. Jokes at, jokes at your expense. <laughs> yep. Um, anyway. Let's move on to more more physical media for Logan, shall we? And I don't think he'll be getting this one. Physical media. Okay, I, go I ahead. don't think you'll be getting this one. Oh, what uh, is it? Sammy says before we move on. Fuck, I dropped my pen. Hold on. Can't find my pen. Ah! 
Uh, Sammy says, Hereditary is overhyped. I knew what would happen due to listening to the reviews. Well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you do that? <laughs> um, so, I need to see if Logan will add this to his physical media library. Blumhouse, the beautiful hit-or-miss company. Oh, nah. Nah. Releasing 10 movie Blu-ray set entitled Blumhouse of Horrors. Gee, I, I wonder where they got that fucking title from. <laughs> no. Um, um, that, for some odd reason, that studio is very successful. Um, <laughs> Jason Blum uh, is uh, very successful at what he does. Uh, there's a huge audience for those movies. Uh, I guess I could say that I'm kind of a... I'm very nitpicky at my horror. As much of a horror fan that I am, I'm I'm kind of a, a and I'm kind of a '70s, '80s, '90s horror movie uh, purist. Right. You say. <laughs> I, I I'm very skeptical about new horror movies that come out. Um, and Blumhouse, other than um, than Halloween 2018 and surprisingly Invisible Man, those Blumhouse movies were very good. Um, but like Happy Death Day. Um, I, I do like Insidious, the first one, but like Happy Death Day and all the other movies. And uh, what, what were the, some of the other movies? Uh, so let me tell you what's in this ten movie character? collection for the Blumhouse yeah. of Horrors. We got The Purge, Ouija, The Boy Next Door, which I never even heard of, uh, Unfriended, The Visit, Split, Get Out, Happy Death Day, Truth or Dare, and Ma. Split is Blumhouse. I didn't know because I, I I do like Split. Splits Blumhouse. And The Visit's Blumhouse by M. Night Shyamalan. The Visit's Blumhouse. Uh, did M. Night Shyamalan do Visit? Yeah. He did. The one, the the, the, the found footage film with yeah. the kids and, and the, the, yeah. the ground. He, he did, did that? that? Yeah. That's a M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, no wonder why that so, movie was kind of garbage. I, <laughs> I, I, I actually, it I entertained me. Like, I don't think it was great, but, like, it, it kept my attention. Uh, Again, a movie I've only seen clips of on YouTube. Oh, you gotta watch the whole thing. Like, it's not nothing amazing at all, but it's it's decent fun. Uh, it's got some creepy moments in it, but honestly, I I will say Blumhouse. To me personally, they're more missed than hit. Uh, right. There's a there's a select few in there that I like, but I don't know if I would get that box set. That's just my opinion. But uh, think... more power to you guys if you guys are Blumhouse fans. Uh, I'm a you know. Why? Who, who, who's talking shit in the... So we got Sammy saying yeah. Dr. Sleep was next level. I loved it. Uh, again, he oh. fell asleep watching The Shining, so... Uh, <laughs> you what? We went to the, the theaters sh- to watch the 4K release of The Shining when it first got announced uh, for, uh, for the DVD and all that, and um, uh, he fell asleep during, like, some of the best parts of The Shining. Sammy needs to drink a Red Bull. Like, he, he fell asleep through the whole, like, where Jack goes berserk scene. What? That's, like, like, that's, that's like the best that's... fucking part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, at least with me, I've seen the movie, so I fell asleep in the beginning of the movie <laughs> because I wanted to see <laughs> the end of the movie. Um, but let's see. Uh, Zombie Chris says, please be the worst of Blumhouse. <laughs> the worst of Blumhouse. <laughs> uh, SoCal Exploring. Sup, fuckers? What's up, SoCal Exploring? Yeah. Welcome to the chat. How Bronx, Venom versus Punisher needs to be a thing. I agree. I like both like those characters. I don't know an unrelated comic book note, but... Uh, I agree. There's a lot of chat. I, I went away from the chat to look at an article for like 
a minute and like just people just slammed him with messages. <laughs> uh, Sammy says, because I had no interest in watching, but my sister asked me to watch with her the other night, so I accepted. The acting was really good, though. I think he's talking about Hereditary. I will be honest oh. with that, though. The acting was really good in that movie. It was great. Yeah. Um, Hereditary is probably a one-time watch for me because it fucked me up so much. Like, it, as a, a horror fan that doesn't really get than Midsummer. That doesn't really get scared of, of, of horror movies. Um, right. I just, the, you know, um, Hereditary stuck with me for a couple days, and it's really rare when a movie does that. Right. Um, Hereditary messed me up, man. Uh, a buddy of mine that also saw it, he's same way, huge horror fan. He actually got me into horror as a kid, and he was awake for nights after that movie. He just, it was just <laughs> so weird. And what? Just, it really fucked people up that much, huh? Dude, you know what? Seeing it in the theater, I don't know if you saw it in the theater. I saw it in theater. Um, there's some the, the the tonality of that movie. It was just kind of depressing, like what this family is going through. Like it was depressing and and scary at the same time. So I feel like when you mix like a depressing tone, like I don't know, it just it I don't know. I can't describe. It how... It seems like that's this director's style. Yeah, he goes for that depressing psychological horror. But I where... like noticed too. Ari Aster is really good at that. Like. Uh, putting you already in kind of like a shitty state of mind and then just like beating you over the fucking head yeah. with legit. genuinely no, disturbing No, he legit did that visuals. in Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he, he legit did that in Midsummer. Ever. Yeah. I didn't really like I didn't like Midsummer. My, my my girlfriend loved it. I, I hated it. Not a fan. Yeah, I mean, I thought that one was okay. My, my girlfriend showed that one to me and she's a huge fan of that movie. But, I mean, I, I personally enjoyed Hereditary a lot more. But Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Uh, speaking of the, the same studio that did those uh, A24, is that what they're called? A24, uh, yeah. Uh, did, did you guys see The Lighthouse? I haven't seen that yet. No, I oh, haven't. Because the only reason I haven't watched it yet, though, is because I haven't watched The Witch yet, which I own both of them. And I want to watch The Witch first before The Lighthouse. The Witch? The, witch oh, the same guy who did so Witch did The Lighthouse. Good. Yeah, The Witch was also kind of had like a very depressing tone to it. Um I know there's a huge audience that loves it. Um, I, I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Uh, I think I like The Lighthouse a little more. Uh, the Lighthouse is just weird as hell. By the way, for all those who are skeptical of Robert Pattinson being Batman, you need to watch his other movies. Watch The Lighthouse because I, I, I was skeptical about him being Batman until I watched The Lighthouse because I hadn't really seen anything other than Twilight that he was in. He's not the only, he, Twilight's not the only movie he's done. It's a no. shitty movie that he's done, and he, even he admits that. But if you watch Robert. movies like Good Time, yeah. uh, The Lighthouse, like all the other stuff he did with A24, like he did a lot for A24, and he yeah, did a and, lot of great movies. And I'm and I will say because Lighthouse is it's literally like it's two actors in the whole movie. It's uh, Robert Pattinson and it's fucking what's his name William, William Defoe, Defoe. William Defoe. William Defoe, the Green Goblin. Um, That's right. I will say I, I think Robert Pattinson stole that movie from William Defoe. I think Robert Pattinson was that good in The Lighthouse. And uh, William Defoe is a fucking veteran actor too. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, but Lighthouse is just a weird movie. Uh, you, you should watch it just for its like ambiance and its uh, this kind of like environment. Like it's 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 shot in black and white. It, just watch it with the lights off on a on a dark night and. Just immerse yourself in that movie. It's really weird. I wouldn't say it's scary, but it's just got this eerie tone to it. Isn't it shot uh, in like uh, seventy millimeter too? Yeah, it's 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 a fantastic little movie. Right. Let's see what everyone else is saying in the chat. Uh, Sinister was good. Says Zombie Chris. Uh, Sammy says he's a Conjuring fan. Uh, I do like Conjuring, but is that Blumhouse? 
Conjuring is Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, yeah, I was going to say. SoCal Exploring uh, said he's a Sammy fan. <laughs> <laughs> Where he at, though? Sammy says, thanks, Scott. Stuck in bed. Manny says, M. Night Shyamalan, ding dong. <laughs> Night Shyamalan, ding dong. <laughs> um, Zombie Chris said, for every two bad Blumhouse movies, they get one right. I can agree on that. Usually. Uh, but that's that goes with my, uh, with my opinion in saying I think they're more missed than hit. But they have a couple hits in there. Yeah. So Calix Warren says, Sammy is my favorite Knights of War member. Well, <laughs> that's what we all think. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Sammy, what's good, homie? Uh, hang yeah, on. The live stream is still going on another hour. Uh, let's see. Sup, man? Scott, <laughs> Scott, Sammy says, thank you, Scott. Thank you again, Scott. You're my favorite SoCal Explorer member. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to just catch up on the chat real quick. Uh, we should watch Sammy's Halloween kind of 18 tonight, LOL. Sammy's kind of our comic relief, so it's, it's, it's hard to put out good content without Sammy. Right. Y'all still sleeping on Train to Busan? No, I want to watch it. I heard that's good. That? SoCal Exploring, Midsummer was straight. It's a peach, but I'm assuming he says ass. Uh, no, that could he, oh, be good or bad. So did what, he say so, it was Predator? Shit, my bad. Predator versus Venom. Who you got in that fight? Predator versus Venom. Ooh, Predator that would be a, a fun movie. What if the symbiote just takes over Venom or Predator, dude? Boom, you guys are fucked. We're all dead. We're fucked. Everybody's fucked. <laughs> Sammy says I might watch Halloween tonight. Uh, that could be a good live stream. We could do probably Halloween pretty soon. Halloween 2018, Sammy, I'm assuming. 2018 or 1978? I'll watch either or. They're both fantastic. I'll watch all of them except uh, except the Resurrection and Rob Zombie's Halloween too. What's wrong with Resurrection? What? What's wrong with Resurrection? You like Resurrection? It's not bad. Uh, I'm gonna. It's not good, but it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Important side note: not great, but but... not bad. (laughs) Well, debatable. Debatable. Um. Also. Um, but yeah, Halloween three gets so much hate. I, I never understood that. I, I love that movie. Halloween three does get a lot of hate. That's I my second defend, favorite Halloween movie. I will defend Halloween three until the day I die. I actually like Halloween three more than Halloween twenty eighteen. Right. Uh, wait, me, what? Wait, 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 wait. Stepping back yeah. a little bit. Stepping back. Did I hear that right? You like Halloween three more than Halloween twenty eighteen? My 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 order in and top four Halloween movies would be seventy eight, Halloween two, eighty one. Halloween three and then Halloween twenty eighteen. I think Halloween three uh, is the underdog of the series. Wow, that's a I don't know, man. Re-watch Halloween twenty eighteen took it a step further with the gore and and like the, the killings, like yeah, the fucking like, knife through the throat scene. That's not what makes a good movie dope. for me though. Like that, like it, like that, that's cool, but like that's not what makes a good movie for me. Is that like it's got to have like a good substance. So, to I don't me, know. actually, I'm... my ranking is 78 and then Halloween 3 and then really? Halloween 2. Yeah. I respect that. Okay. Yeah. Those are just, oh, so good. I, I mean, that. I think Halloween 3 is highly underrated. I think it deserves a maze at, at Halloween Horror Nights. But I know we'll never get it because people, because just like when the movie came out, people were expecting Michael Myers or. Yeah. Fucking Zombie uh, Chris, no love for Busta Rhymes or what? Treat, <laughs> 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 motherfucker. Is it the uh, is it the kid from Luck of the Irish in uh, and Resurrection as well? Uh, the kid from the Disney Channel movie Luck of the Probably. Irish. Probably. He's, he's the kid that that's watching it all 
happen on yeah. Uh, on the live stream. Yeah, on the live stream, he's like informing them and everything. Some fucking idea for a movie. Okay, you My got fucking third grade teacher is the mom from Luck of the Irish. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Some fucking random shit. Um, Zombie Chris said, I will agree Halloween 3 over Halloween 2018. Yep. Uh, wow. culture. I like Halloween 3, but I don't know. Halloween 2018 just struck a nerve with me. I was just like, wow, they actually did a fucking good Halloween movie after Halloween 2. Um, I think 2018 um, was like, it, it, it paved the path for the next couple of movies where I, I actually think Halloween Kills might be even better than Halloween 2018. The Halloween Hour says Halloween 3 would be a good maze. And Bronx 15 said, fuck Halloween 3, H2O, and Resurrection. Oh, I do. H2O <laughs> is a bad movie, but I will defend that one too. Like, it, it's entertaining, but I will still happily watch it over Resurrection and even Halloween 6, uh, Curse of Michael Myers. I think H2O was what Halloween 2018 was trying to be. Or no, I, or I should say uh, H2O was like the was the original Halloween 2018, you know, uh, 20 years later instead of 40 years later. Yeah. Uh, but After that, that math terrible after that messy four through six timeline that they try to do with him being yeah, in a cult I, I i like four though five is crap uh which one's the one with paul rudd was that five what's that was paul rudd in five or six no six, six. he's in six. six i i i don't dig six really either um but i own all of them um but <laughs> I, I i will say that resurrection curse of michael myers rob zombies halloween 2 and halloween 5 i think are the weakest in the trilogy I still, I still haven't don't... seen Rob any Rob Zombie Halloween movies. Anthony's the first one. one. I like the first one. The first one's good because I... the first one goes more backstory on how he became sadistic as a kid, leading up into how he became the adult Michael Myers, which I, I liked. I I I kind of I don't know. I go back and forth on Rob Zombie's original remake. Um, I think I like it mainly because it reminds me of 2007 and watching it when I wasn't supposed to watch it. <laughs> um, it brings me back to being a kid and like you know it's more of like a, a me reminiscing when i when i watch that movie but as far as as its quality um rob zombie I, like i've said in previous videos he's not really my cup of tea he's uh he's kind of like an acquired taste and he's got a huge audience i know anthony loves uh rob zombie or i don't know if you love him but you really like his i'm movie. a big fan of his uh well i really love his music yeah um, that's where it all started for me and then I like a lot of his movies. I love the Devil's Rejects trilogy or the Firefly trilogy, as it's called now. Um, I, I, but I, I will say, Malcolm McDowell is my favorite part of the of how he did a really good job of reprising yeah. that role of uh, Doctor Loomis. Yeah, Loomis. Or, like, if there's that. anyone that can replace Loomis in a remake, I would choose him. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I will go with as a John Carpenter fanboy. Um, I, I will say, like what John Carpenter says about it, he goes, I didn't need the backstory to The Shape or Michael Myers because if you watch... Kind of the whole point. If you watch the credits to the first film, 1978, he's not credited as Michael Myers. It's just, he's The, the shape. shape. So when when he became this this killer, like he just took on the embodiment of evil and wasn't human anymore. And I feel like Rob Zombie's almost kind of made him human, giving him that backstory. So it, it, it was cool if you went into it not not having any knowledge of the previous Halloween movies, but I think it made him a little much, a little too much human. Whereas 2018 kind of brought him back to this, uh, this element of evil. So Sammy's talking shit in the chat again. Um, what do you have to say? Hey, I like house of thousand corpses. Anthony loves anything Rob zombie, especially house of thousand corpses. And then he put a garbage can 
<laughs> and then Bronx fighting for me, uh, at least with the shining. He goes, Sammy, you slept with the shining. <laughs> he said, I fell asleep for like, bullshit, you fell asleep for like 10 minutes. You fell asleep for like nearly the entire ending. I don't like wake you up because you started snoring in the theater. <laughs> Every director has got their style. Anyone who can't see that needs to watch a Tarantino film. Oh, yeah. I, I agree mean, with that. Tarantino, I, I mean, I, I, Tarantino, I I love, of course, more than Zombie. Um, but, yeah, you're right. Every director has their own style. But it's just up to you if you like that director's style. Um, I personally, I'm not a fan of Rob Zombie's style. But I can respect him as a filmmaker, and plenty of people do like his movies. Um, I like him know, better I, as an artist than I do as a filmmaker, but sure. I still love him as a filmmaker. No, I, I think I think he's good at what he does if you like that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. if you like – I mean, he's got, like, a very – and I don't mean this to sound derogatory, but he's got this very hillbilly-ish vibe to his movies, and, like, that's what wow. he goes for. So if you like that, then great. He's good at what he does. It's just not my thing. All right, let's let's get on to this next topic because this is a fucking. I didn't realize this these much movies were free to stream on this new streaming service that launched, which is the Peacock by uh, NBC. Uh, it's of course Universal's version of their streaming service. If you really think about it, free movies. The well, first off, the 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 streaming service is free, so anyone can use it and watch it. I think there's only a oh, certain shit. amount of certain amount of content on there that you actually have to pay the subscription service to to really uh, enjoy, but. If you're not horror fans, these are all the free movies you can watch right now on Peacock. Starting with the classic monsters. We got Dracula, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, The Invisible Man, Frankenstein Meets the Wolfman, The Phantom of the Opera, 1943, The Phantom of the Opera, 1962, The Curse of the Werewolf, uh, Abbott Costello Meet um, Frankenstein, Abbott Costello Meet The Invisible Man, Abbott Costello Meet The Mummy, Abbott Costello Meet Dr. Jekyll, and Mr. Hyde, The Raven, The Invisible Man's Revenge, The Strange Case of Dr. Rx. Creatures from the Black Lagoon, The Invisible Man Returns, The Mummy's Tomb, The Werewolf of London, House of Frankenstein, The Mummy's Curse, The Mummy's Ghost, The Ghost of Frankenstein, Dracula's Daughter, Son of Dracula, The Mummy's Hand, Son of Frankenstein, The Creature Walks Among Us, The Brides of Dracula, The Evil of Frankenstein, and House of Dracula. That is a lot of fucking monster movies. Holy shit. For free? So, all for free. No, fuck your box set. I don't... Uh, all right. <laughs> you what? Just gave, you just gave me the box set on the fucking Wait, streaming service. Did they say they had the... You said 1943 and 1960 for Phantom? Yeah, 1943 Phantom, 1962 Phantom. Is the 62 one the Hammer Films one? You talking about the silent film? No, the... No, the Hammer. The, the 62 um, one, I think, is the more one that's based more around the, uh, the, the musical, per se, I believe. But, mm -hmm. uh... I, when it comes to Phantom of the Opera, um, like I like that musical um, quite a bit. But I actually am one of the people that really likes the 2005 film, um, but the 1943 one is it, it wasn't my cup of tea. But I think you're right, Will. I think it might be the 62. I think is the uh, Hammer film, if I'm not mistaken. Unless they made one in the 70s, maybe that's the Hammer film. The, the next time I remember them remaking that movie was I think the early 2000s with Gerard Butler. And that was yeah, based more around the uh, the musical. 2005, yeah. That was yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Peacock. Oh, Sammy says uh, Stephen King over Stanley Kubrick any day. JK. Uh, well, one's a writer, one's a director. So, I mean. They both are very good at their, their craft. Yeah. Uh, Chris Peacock with the, uh, the hand emoji. And, of course, Sammy goes, when I think of Peacock, I think of Chris, only YouTuber I see covering the topic. <laughs> hey, that's uh, good content though, Chris. Keep it up. 
was going to say, though. Uh, no, but I've never actually heard of Peacock. Um, I, I'm not usually one to uh, promote streaming services, as I am a physical media junkie. Um, uh, I, I, and I I'm afraid that physical, I'm afraid that physical media is going to die out in the next few years. So I'm collecting while I can. There's just something, just there's something about actually holding a movie and feeling that it's yours, which beats streaming. I, I know streaming is more convenient and probably cheaper for people. Uh, but another streaming service that I will say has got a, plenty of horror content that's free. If sure. you guys haven't, uh, oh, no. well, Shutter's not free. Shutter's not free. Uh, but if you download Tubi, it's got commercials on it, but it's got all kinds of horror stuff like um that's how i started watching the masters of horror series if you guys haven't seen those um it, it's got all kinds of different it's they're short films that were directed by like john carpenter john landis who did american world in london um just all kinds of um all kinds of talented horror directors came in and made short films for the series it's kind of got like it, it's an anthology um in the early 2000s but i started watching that recently on tubi and there's some good freaking episodes on there but uh anyways tubi is another one uh if you guys haven't heard of tubi so that first thing that was just classic monsters now we're gonna get into fright night fright the, night this is like all the more relative i'm not saying those are not irrelevant i'm just saying these are like the more mainstream horror movies that a lot of people probably more know of um than anything this is the Fright Night category, and it goes as follows. The Blair Witch Project, Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows, American Psycho, American Psycho 2, Jigsaws, Tales from the Hood, The Last House on the Left, 2009, Sleepaway Camp, The Sweet Blood of Jesus, never even heard of that, <laughs> Leatherface, You're Next, P2, uh, Captivity, uh, Cooties, The Exorcist 3, The Hitcher, 2007, Dead Silence, Fear, Alien Convergence, Zombies, The Veal, Sharknado, Heart of Sharkness, Final Girl, Killer Legends, Hansel and Gretel get baked. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, Mercy, Mockingbird, Sleeping Beauty, Hansel and Gretel 2013, uh, Zombie Night, The Haunting of Connecticut, The Haunting of Connecticut 2, 131313, 13. Bigfoot to, uh, 2012, Shark Week, Abraham Lincoln vs. Zombies, 100 uh, Ghost uh, Street, Intruders, Two-Headed Shark Attack, The Haunting of Whaley House, The uh, Amityville Haunting, Horseman, House of the Dead, My Little Eye, uh, Premium, Hood Rat, and Body Bags. <laughs> Body Bags. Ooh, that's a John Carpenter film. Uh, uh, all right. So, Rot Rotten Tomatoes approved, Dead Ringers, and Vertigo. Dead Ringers is, is, is not really – I wouldn't say it's horror, but it's directed by a horror director. It's a dark fucking movie. Uh, the guy who did the Fly remake, uh, David Cronenberg, did Dead Ringers. Uh, but other than that one, if there's three movies that you name that I could recommend to anybody watching – would be Body Bags, first of all. It's an anthology film, but it was a John Carpenter TV movie. It's an anthology kind of like Creepshow. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's cheesy, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, John Carpenter even plays, like, the host of the show. Like, he's in, like, full makeup, and nice. it's, it's, it's a fun watch. But um, Exorcist 3 is a fantastic movie, if you guys haven't seen that. You the don't one have to where they show the fucking the ghost-like person in the hospital or something? Or... He's in, like, a sanitarium, and it's actually Brad Dourif. Uh, who plays Chucky, of course. Um, he's in that. He plays uh, kind of a serial killer kind of uh, demon spirit. But you don't have to watch Exorcist 2 to watch Exorcist 3, guys. I recommend watching 1 and 2 back, or I'm sorry, 1 and 3 back to back because they really tie in together. Uh, fantastic movie. Um, and then Sleepaway Camp is total cheese. Oh, yeah. But uh, I don't know, Anthony, have you ever seen Sleepaway Camp? I have seen Sleepaway Camp. Dude, that ending screwed me. That was because yeah. of, it was because of Dead Meat James that I actually watched Sleepaway Camp. It's a total surprise. It's it's total cheese, guys, but it's it's a ton of fun. Um, 
now we got the action and adventure category, which is more action adventure horror thriller themed. The Mummy 1999, The Mummy Returns, Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park 2, or that'd actually be The Lost World Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic Park 3, End of Days, Jonah Hex, Drive Angry, Doomsday, Let Me Make You uh, a Marty, uh, Gallo Walkers, and Mega Shark vs. Giant Octopus. I can already tell you right now, that movie sounds cheesy as shit and my dad would watch it. Did you say Let Me Make You a Marty? Yeah. Like from Back to the Future, like let me make you Marty McFly. Like, is that the name of the movie? Or you is obviously know make... the name of the movie, and you're just making... <laughs> or is it let, let me make you martyr? Let me make martyr you martyr or whatever. <laughs> Martyry. <laughs> Who gives a shit? I'm not just giving you shit. The one time Sammy's not here to call me on that, and you're the one that calls. That's me. why I had to do it. That's why I had to do <laughs> I'm it. Fill in this spot. <laughs> I knew he would. You're next. Dead Silence was scary when I was young. Yo, I ain't religious, but Jesus blood slaps. <laughs> is that a movie? Or is that a comment? That was a comment. <laughs> that would be a What's great on, movie Troy? title. Um, all right, now we got Hitchcock, Master of Suspense. Looks mm-hmm. like they got a a, a, a a lot of Hitchcock on here. So we got uh, Rear Window, Vertigo, Psycho, The Birds, Rope Premium, uh, Saboteur? Saboteur? Saboteur. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Saboteur uh, Premium. Shadow of Doubt Premium. The Trouble with Harry Premium. The Man Who Knew Too Much Premium. uh, Marine Premium. Topaz Premium. Torn Curtain Premium. Frenzy Premium. And Family Plot Premium. I don't know what premium means. Oh, do you have to have premium to to watch it? Probably. Okay, that no, makes those sense. are just movies that have the word premium in it. You, in you don't know. Maybe it's a premium <laughs> cut of the movie. I forgot. I skipped over sci-fi and sp- fantasy, too, because it was only two movies. But it was uh, Spawn, and it came from Outer Space, 1953. Uh, ooh, that's a good movie. Um, but Hitchcock, uh, I don't know if you're a big Hitchcock fan, guys. Um, I, I I love Hitchcock. Uh, the first Psycho. Um, I love I love um, Rope. If you haven't seen Rope, I think Rope is a very underrated Hitchcock movie. It's uh, it's in total. It's it's very very suspenseful. It's not really horror, but you know he's master of of, of suspense. Not really horror. I would say Psycho is probably his like one horror movie. The other the others are more like thrillers but um that in rear window is a fantastic fantastic movie that's that's other films have tried to duplicate like what's that shia labeouf movie uh Serbia. Serbia, yeah it was kind of like a take on on rear window and it, it, it was actually okay for its time uh that, that shia labeouf one but um nothing beats the original um and then actually uh not really hitchcock but psycho 2 is a very underrated slasher sequel if you guys haven't seen psycho 2 i highly recommend that movie uh tom holland who uh not not spider-man tom holland uh but tom holland, distinction the, the the director who did child's play and fright night um he wrote psycho 2 uh and it has anthony perkins back as back as norman bates um psycho 2 is criminally underrated uh, i watched it for the first for the first time like a year or two ago and I would say, as a slasher sequel, it's almost as good as Halloween 2, 1981, where it feels like complete continuity uh, coming right after the first one. Nice. Uh, it's a what great year did that come out in? Uh, Psycho 2. It's an 80s movie, so it takes place sometime after. He's a little bit older. Uh, but um, Norman Bates is being released from the sanitarium, and he's trying to live a normal life. But uh, the woman, uh, I forget the actress's name, she... She comes back as uh, her. She she reprises her role as the sister of the girl that got killed, uh, J- 
Janet Lee's character, the sister is, is trying to fight the court on keeping Norman Bates locked up. Um, so the story's about Norman Bates, like, trying to bury away his past and trying to live a normal life. It's so fucking good, guys. Uh, give that movie a watch. Sammy said, who let me read? Um, society. <laughs> uh, Manny said, uh, we're talk talking on the, on the premiums. Manny was like, premium, like those IG girls <laughs> Snapchats. <laughs> um, all right, let's finish this off right here. Thrillers and Suspense, Black Dahlia, Hard Candy, Open Windows, Bug, Red Lights, uh, Anna, Annalise, The Exorcist Tapes, and uh, Frailty? Oh, no. I don't know. But those are your movies you can watch on Peacock, uh, available right now. The last thing we're going to talk about on today's podcast, the 45th anniversary 4K Ultra HD release of Jaws. That was a mouthful right there. <laughs> Uh, it is currently on Amazon right now for only seventeen dollars and forty four cents. Oh shit! Uh, I haven't that... yet to get anything four K. Uh, I don't have a four K TV, so or a four K player, so. But one day. But it comes with the Blu Ray, so I mean you'll have the Blu Ray. Oh, that's true. So it's a four K Ultra HD Blu Ray and digital, which includes uh, a, a amazing slipcover packaging uh, and a forty four page collectible booklet. Ooh, now oh. it's cool. You know me and my packaging. I know, right? <laughs> it's a really cool slip cover. It's like the, the shark coming out, and then he opens his mouth, and it says Jaws inside of his mouth. I actually really cool. I only have the DVD of that, so this would be a good excuse to get the Blu-ray. Nice little, especially right now, for only $17.44 for a 4K Blu-ray and digital HD combo. Like, those usually go for like 30 bucks, dude. Like, That's a steal. Is it on Amazon? That's it real said solid. it's on Amazon. Just look up 45th anniversary 4K Ultra HD. Oh, I see it. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it right now. Okay, and he's doing a <laughs> physical media purchase over the podcast. Oh, but... this thing looks so sexy, guys. This thing is awesome. Yeah, show it's, us. It's a cool slipcover. I can show you on here actually. Or yeah, I got a that. really cool picture of this right here. I'll, I'll screen share for everyone to see this, but this is what it looks like. Right here. Yeah. That's dope. So here's the awesome. little booklet it comes with. Here's the slipcover, uh, Blu-ray uh, Ultra HD, and then, of course, you get your digital copy as well. Uh, limited edition, 45 years this movie's been out. Damn, I can't believe five more years this movie will be 50 years old. It's limited edition, guys, so that means I'm buying it. Limited. If it's limited edition, I'm buying it because it's going to go out of print. Out of print. <laughs> um, but that's cool, man. I, I can't wait to see that. Uh, I think we're going to do a video soon where we, where we take a look at Logan's collection. So. Huh. That's going to be like a three-hour video, guys. Stay tuned. Oh, I, I can cut it. <laughs> um, that is going to do it for today's episode of the podcast, man. That was a long, almost two-hour podcast, but I think we did a good job, man. We, we had a lot of fun doing these. If you guys want to see more of these uh, live podcasts, just let us know uh, in the chat section or DM us on Instagram or Twitter, and we will uh, definitely uh, talk it over and maybe do another one. This was fun. Um, but thank you, ladies and gentlemen, so much for tuning in to e the live Mindless Horror Podcast, episode 103. Uh, I'm your host, Anthony. And that is Will. I am Will. <laughs> I am Logan. There's Logan. And Sammy's in the chat, so, you know, he was still here in spirit. So that's good. But thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, Check out our merch store. Links in the description below. Follow us on social media, of course, uh, at the Knights of Horror on Instagram and at Knights of Horror on Twitter. 
And of course, hit that subscribe button if you guys are new to the channel and that bell notification be where every time you guys put up a new video, every time we, you guys, who's you guys, me, we guys put up a new video. Uh, so you guys can be aware every time we do put up a new video. Um, but that is going to do it. We will see you guys real soon. And you guys stay safe out there.